views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. I'm in here moving around trying to get a little bit warm because it's freezing outside and I'm pushing it's a little bit nip up in here. But happy new Yes, I forgot to give y'all um just that pre-shout out of the happy new year on my last show, which was my last show of the year 2023. And now we are in the year of 2024. And this year. It's all about more. I'm telling you, more love, more life. Let's live. You know, the last week's topic was live it up. Because I was telling y'all during that Christmas season and end of the year, I don't know what it is, y'all, when people are supposed to be up and merry and cheer and all that other stuff. Mm-mm, they be down. And I get it because I go through the same thing. So that was my little motivation, you know, my encouragement. I had to come through to let y'all know to live it up. But this week's topic is start over. Yeah, start over. Now, I had mentioned that it is cliche that everybody <laughs> always want to say new year, new me, you know. And granted, the new year, January 1st coming, and just that whole idea is a great time to start over. But I'm coming with a message tonight to let you know that any day, any month, any hour can be your new, can be your start over. You don't have to wait to January 1st, okay? So whatever you feel <laughs> in your spirit to do, Let's make sure that this year we push in 2024 for more and you don't wait to start over. It's okay. You know, some things come to an end. Some things come to the beginning of things. You know, it's a beginning and there's an end. The blessing is, is that when things come to an end, God grants us the ability to start anew, to be refreshed to do it over again. And a lot of people, I always speak on that because of a lot of our ancestors who are now watching over us don't get that opportunity. So yes, my message to you, you hear me out there? You know I'm always screaming you better live. But tonight's message, with it now being a year of 2024, I'm telling you, whenever you have to, start over. Start over. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't be like me <laughs> talking about when the new year coming in. When I knew I've been needed to start to try to get some of this weight off of me. And mind you, tonight I'm going in with another shirt that I cannot close, but I can't be cute tonight. I'm not going to show y'all bells or fireworks because the new year's passed and I put another shirt on underneath. Uh, but I was saying, don't be like me. Don't be like me. And I'm going to be better to just start over when I feel it in my spirit and when something is not working out, you know, a lot of times we hesitate 
with that. You know, we, we hesitate. That's why a lot of us are stuck in relationships, dead in jobs. Look, I say relationships, but dead in relationships with dead be people, <laughs> dead in jobs. Uh, things that are lacking opportunity because we're so afraid to start over. We get complacent, comfortable, and that's the shade. Because in a lot of these situations, we don't be comfortable, but we psych ourselves up that we are, right? So it's like, I'm telling you, I had that attitude, y'all. <laughs> Especially with my children, I'm like, please, I done been down. I, this been huh, all this time, baby, no. And I'm going to stick it out. But no, start over. And sometimes your start over is not going to have everything or consist of everything that it was in the last experience. You get what I'm saying? If it's the same thing that you'll pursue, should I say. So just like that, when I left that relationship or just like in 20, when was it? 2022? No, 2021. The time is fine. No, 2022. When I left my job for 13 years, like, yeah, you just got to start over. You just got to start over sometimes, y'all. You had to start over. And with that being said, I want to start over tip. I gave y'all the breakdown. Of course, I'm going to get into some more of it for tonight because y'all already know that's just what I did. I bring that light and I bring that love and I got to give y'all some inspiration, especially if I ain't gonna say when I don't have a guest, but yeah, I gotta bring a message when I, I talk and all that other stuff because y'all be having me on here talking to myself. And I'm gonna stop saying that too. It's only 24. I'm gonna stop saying that too. Hey, it is what it is. I'm still here, I'm still grateful, and I'm gonna keep on pushing. And I'm gonna be right here in this seat with this mic in front of me, giving y'all the what and the what's and the what in the world through Be Exposed Radio. And to God decides otherwise. So, whoever well, ain't rocking, I'm still rolling. But y'all know how I get it started. Look, I done already got it started because when I come here, I always get into talking, doing my shout outs and everything else. But I gotta get that bread. I got to get some grace up in this space that, yes, I just gotta let y'all know how great God is. Better than good. He's great. I know what I was saying is God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good, right? But my saying is God is great, honey. I'm trying to be good because he makes sure that I'm good because he is great. He's, be he's better than good, honey. I think I'm good doing this show. The, the piece of fish I had last night was good. God is better than good, okay? So let's get this prayer out just to give honor and glory to God and of course for me to just uh, speak on all of our behalfs with God. You know, a prayer or a praise, I find that more so now <laughs> than ever. At every moment, I, I think in my own head, if I'm not saying it out loud, I'm either giving prayer or praise, depending on what I'm seeing, what I'm experiencing, what I'm going through for that day. I mean, you have to, and that's the only way that I'm sitting here looking like I got some sense because some stuff that I've been through, just like you said, just don't make no sense, honey. It came to an end, but we can start over. We've been through the test and now we got that testimony and we can start over. So let's do this prayer so I can get into them what in the what's and them what in the world's because you know your girl 
bring them to you. <laughs> Dear God, thank you, Lord. Dear God, tonight I pray for foresight to aim high for more, for better, to never lose sight of the possibilities and what you can grant us the privilege to achieve, oh, Father God. Grant us determination despite our circumstances. Give us an overflow of patience, of strength, of knowledge, okay, Father God, to not give up or to give in, but the spirit of it shall be done. As the year starts, we can't help but to reflect on the heartbreak, our struggles, the tears, the hurt, the pain. But Lord, let us remember the certainty of your love, mercy, and grace that blesses us with a testimony. That those tests come to an end. That we get a renew, a reset, a recharge to live life abundantly to use the courage lord to spark our creativity take our risks that you tell us to take and to trust you no matter the situations so that we may have new testimonies and continue oh father god to flourish the way you see that we should dear heavenly father thank you lord amen 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 Amen. 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 Ashe. All in the grants. Yes, this year is all for more. I pray that God grants you just the just the courage to take risks, to push for more, to be intentional this year, to go for what you need to go for. I'm pushing myself as I speak life into your life. I'm speaking it into my life. I'm telling y'all. The, the message last week before the year came in was to live it up. That's forever going to be my message when you better live, right? But I want you to remember that it should not take January 1st for you to start over. You can start over. God is granting you the time, the privilege of time, which many people did not have. Start over. If you got to, start over. That's a blessing. Not saying it's all going to be all good. No, that ain't what I'm saying. But I'll start over. Start over. And just see. Just see. And remember the times before when you dragged your feet or when you were reluctant to follow what God is speaking to you through your spirit, right? For whatever reason. I don't know, finances, uh, relationships, just being comfortable, the worry, the anxiety, everything going up. I done it, lost my mind. When I start feeling in my spirit, like, I gotta leave, leave this job for 13 years. What am I doing? Ain't that much money. I'm already fussing about they don't pay me enough. But how, with no pay? But God made it happen for me. It was work I had to do, but he made it happen. Now, I didn't have some turn-off notices, right? But not one eviction notice. Not one. I done had some car troubles, but I can still go out there and jump in my old boy today and drive off. So, yeah, I had to start over. But I'm charged up, and I'm going to live it up, and I'm going to live life as it comes. 
And I encourage you to do the same. Let's get into some of this other little stuff. I'm not be coming on here preaching and all that. I, yeah, I think I'm a little TD Jakes and all that sometimes and all that. Not the one they was talking about um, last week that posed have been a power bottom, but no. I love TD Jake, so don't even do it. It's some more little controversy stuff because, you know, we got to talk about the controversy and not necessarily controversy. What I like to do, y'all, is when I do my research into looking stories, I like to talk about what everybody's talking about. The stuff that I feel, yeah, your news, our views, and it has to be exposed. So I talk about what everybody else talking about it, and I just like to give my opinion on it. And, of course, see what you think. So if you are looking, if you are viewing this, like I keep on telling y'all, don't be shy. Show me some love in 2024. I need more. I'm going to speak that into assistance. Just say, hey, just say hi or how have you. How you want to do it? I truly would, would appreciate it. Look, that don't work no more. Uh, but happy new year. <laughs> happy new year again. And praying God, I got one update. I said that too in 2023. It was so much going on. It was so many stories that I brought to you all that I could have provided updates with. Um, but I wasn't able to do them all on one show. And I knew that I would not be able to. I wanted to mention this uh, last week. Because it did happen before the show came on that Brandon Scott, our current man here in Baltimore City, he announced back in last year in July that he was expecting a baby. And yes, certainly, just like he predicted when he said the winter uh, <laughs> time, his baby is here. Yes, it is here. And it did not come in 2024 as I think the due date was, but it was actually December the 26th, 2023. Oh, awesome. A precious, so precious Christmas gift. So congratulations, Brandon Scott, not only to Brandon Scott, but also to his fiance. His fiance is Hannah Pooh. I don't know if that's in relation to Catherine Pooh, um, but that is her name. And they gave birth to this bundle of joy Mr. Charm Jamie Scott. How about that? Look at that. Babies are always so precious, right? Make you want one or not. Because <laughs> I could be raising babies all my life. But congratulations, Brandon Scott. I guess this is with his being his fiance. This is his first child. And that is definitely precious in itself. Um, Brandon Scott, when he announced it last week, on Tuesday, what he said was is that he's looking forward to the new adventure of being a dad and continuing the work ahead to keep building the Baltimore that charm and we all deserve. Isn't that special? So welcome to the world, charm Jamie Scott. And who knows? In a few years, not in a few, <laughs> but in a couple of decades or so. He may be Almer Z, right? Following in his father's legacy. We even go on to be more. The mayor, the governor, the president. Who knows? Hey, look. He was born with charm. And that's what they named him. So who knows? <laughs> Welcome to the world. Just wanted to make mention of that and get y'all to that update. So that right there is the handsome little charm Jamie Scott. 
I don't know. Before I came on the air, right? Because, you know, I don't drag no babies because babies are so precious and stuff. And you can't blame it on the babies with the parents name them. I mean, Charm is cute. Charm is cute for a nickname or like, a, I don't know. I'm a old little girl, Charm is cute. You know, it's cute. At first, I was like, I don't like it. But it's cute because I am a person that is different. And I like different names and things of that nature. All of my children's names are different. Nobody has them like, no, nobody. It's probably my son, Ja. Yeah, a lot of people named Ja. Or even Najee. Najee have them. But, you know, I put the little spin on them and the little spelling. But I was just joking saying the days of the Michaels. <laughs> I guess of the Brandons, <laughs> uh, of the Murrays, even the Chastity. But it's my government name is over, baby. The Teresa's, the Janet's, no honey. Mm -mm. They name their children whatever they want to name them, not um, after any ancestors either. And it's just crazy. We getting real creative with these names. I love black people now. I love them. I love them. We got we got legacies and legend and the money and the money and all that cute stuff. <laughs> so keep on naming y'all kids, which y'all want to name y'all kids. I'm just saying. We may see if I make it to be 100 years old, baby, they ain't going to be having names no more. They just going to be the, what's your name? 3D or <laughs> movie movie screen. That's what I'm waiting for, too. One of these celebrities, they're going to name their child movie. I see it coming. They're going to name their child movie. And when that happened, y'all, don't say that. I did not tell y'all. But welcome to the world, Sean Brandon Scott. That was that. Just wanted to give y'all an update on that. Also, in Baltimore City, as y'all know, we have a real serious issue here. Aside from the crime, one of the issues here was illegal dumping. And so I looked it up and I found out that back in August, in a couple of the high trafficking dumping sites, you know, where people illegally dump, just come and throw their trash. Yeah, trash, stuff they didn't want. <laughs> Stuff that was in their house. I mean, we had instances where people were going to fields and different companies, and not only like people like furniture out the house. I'm talking about like companies dumping tires and dumping equipment and stuff that had broke down and everything, not disposing of them in the proper manner, right? So back last year in August, they kind of went around to a lot of these hot spots and put hidden cameras in, hidden cameras to try to one kept some of these people who were doing the illegal dumping and to charge them because it is a crime to illegally dump. Now, a good brother of mine, who I know who is fam hoochie, but known to y'all as Councilman Antonio Glover, was one of the front runners really pushing for this and for this to happen. Antonio Glover um, spoke on this several times. I remember, I believe, before he was even elected councilman, right? He used to be like going around this camera. He used to be catching them dumping. So he'd be like, uh-uh, man, you got to pick this up or whatever. So he definitely was out there already for the community, uh, East Baltimore and loving on Baltimore City before he even got into that councilman seat, like for real, literally. But he says, and what he was speaking on, he said, when you have illegal dumpers coming into our community to dump, what it says is we don't, what it says is we don't care, but we did. 
And it kind of do give that, right? When you go into these communities and you just see trash thrown and all that, a lot of times the assumption is, is us <laughs> and throwing that there, right? Like it's just us. These people is trifling, they dirty, they just throwing trash. Now, mind you, hold on now. <laughs> we got some Baltimoreans in these communities who do do that, who still do that. Like, yeah. Project tease, y'all, where they still throwing like just pamphlets out the window and just stuff sitting on their bed, just throwing. I seen the other day. I was riding through the little project. Uh, you feel me? And I just was right. I was like, wow. Like somebody was literally like sitting in their window eating like a chicken box or something. Just tossed it out the window and it was on a but we talking about like the bulk stuff that people was illegally dumping. And yeah, they've been catching people. They've been catching people. They put these cameras out August of 2023. They've already had 25 convictions. It's still a whole bunch of other cases that will need their day in court. Yes, indeed. And they intend to catch more. One person who is like an official of the, uh, let me go back to this note. Yeah, he's an official at the Department House, and his name is Jason Hessler. Um, what he said was, we find that is trash kind of attracts trash. So when one person dumps, others come by, they add to it. So the problem just grows upon itself if it's left unchecked. Yes, that's exactly how it be happening. And a lot of times, the only way that it get addressed is if you stay on their necks and you keep on calling them about different trash and everything else like that. Like some things do be going down. Like I said that, like this community that I live in, that I'm renting, I'm going to be blessed to be paying mortgage pretty soon. But I was like, yeah, they falling off. Like when the the leaves is, I was like, please, they used to come around here, they used to get these leaves out. But all the time I was tracking these leaves in my house, they did uh, renovations and everything. And these materials they put in here, I was like, mm, they just, oh no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like I'm saying, the point that I was making before I keep on getting sidetracked is that that legal dumping baby is coming to uh end. It's coming to an end and they are out to catch y'all. So I'm putting y'all notice that if you was one of them people that you had a business, whatever you're doing, good brother, good sister, and or whatever. And for whatever reason, you don't have the dust to service or you don't know of the proper place to go to dispose of your materials that you no longer want or need. You better figure it out because they didn't figure it out and they got hidden cameras. So it's not like up on a big lamppost like how you see the other cameras like El crime watch cameras, should I say, or even on a pole where it's real noticeable, they even alert you on the speeding cameras, right? Kind of letting you know what's coming ahead and let you know it's a speeding camera or whatever, and it's being monitored. No, they got them hitting. They got them hitting, so you don't know that they're there. But they're going to know when you're there. <laughs> when you show up the dump, they're going to know when you're there. And considering that they just put these out in August of 2023, uh 25 convictions yeah they wanted something so they getting them and hopefully the people that have gotten convicted are uh, also putting out the warning to people like i am today so i'm sharing the information 
letting y'all know, but it's also a warning. Don't you get no conviction for dumping because Chase Wilden told you they got hidden cameras. You don't know they there, but they gonna know when you there. And they gonna trace that tag and everything they gotta do and kind of do that investigation and they gonna get you to pay. So yeah, it is going crazy. Okay, who was that? Oh, okay, hi. All right. One of my supporters said his mom is in the chat. What's up? Hi, how you doing? You better live. I love to see somebody talking to me on the screen and I'm trying to see it because I told y'all before that I'm using uh, my little camera and the print be small. Yes, the baby was cute, wasn't it? He's talking about baby charm. Baby charm. That's what we just gonna call him. We're gonna call him baby charm. Little baby C. Little baby C. Scott. Baby charm. Yes, he was so, so, so adorable. So shout out to you. Shout out to your mom and everybody else on that chat. Yeah, talk to me. Come on with it. Come on with it. I was talking about that legal dumping and everything else like that. So yeah, that's part of it. Like Brandon Scott said, they trying to make yeah, Baltimore, the place that we deserve to be. And Antonio Glover, who was the councilman who kind of like spirited this push to keep on pushing for this, was saying, yes, we are bringing charm back to Baltimore City. So we got a charm that was birthed here, and we already the home of the charm, and we bringing it back. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Glover? Yeah, that's fam right there. That's fam. So proud of him. So um, good to see. Um, someone who watched you grow up and as you watch them grow, go on to do great things like this and definitely his heart, definitely his passion is with the city born and raised and he don't play about East Baltimore and he don't play about his district. He don't play about Baltimore City, period. But the district that he got overseas, yes, and over East Baltimore, uh-uh, don't play with it. And he been been not playing with it even before he sat in that council seat. I'm trying to tell y'all. He been, been not planning with it. Yes, that is Antonio Glover right there. My good, good fam right there. All right, talking about something else. Because I'm giving y'all all the updates first that is going on here in Baltimore City. And then we're going to talk about some of these what's in the world that is going on around the world. But one of the last updates, we had talked about it before last year. You know, a couple of months. Before the new year came in on March the 23rd, 2023, it was a situation where it was a fatal crash that took place on El Baltimore Beltway, just Interstate 695, which killed six construction workers. So, this incident that happened uh, last year was definitely tragic. A lot of lives were lost, and it was something that did not need to happen. I'm bringing it up to give you an update because the two who were named, you know, responsible for the tragedy was Malachi Brown, who was 20, and Miss Lisa Lee, who was 54. At the time of the crash, they said that Miss Lee was driving 121 miles per hour and Mr. Brown was driving 122, one mile faster than she was. Unfortunately, traveling at this excessive speed, Ms. Lee went to switch lanes in which she hit the car of Mr. Malachi Brown. 
causing her to spin out of control, jump, not like the concrete bird, but kind of like went into like an opening and struck six people and killed them, killed them on the highway. Uh, the other day, what was it? Was it yesterday? I think, yeah, it was just yesterday. Mr. Brown actually was in court and he entered a plea. He entered a plea to get a lot less time because he was facing what, 60 years? 60 years, he was facing 60 years. So he pleaded guilty to six counts of felony manslaughter. Um, in the plea, the plea was discussed with the family of the victims uh, as well as with his family and his family's representative, his mom, and I think his sister was there as well. Now, the plea will have to be accepted by the judge and sentences is due to take place on March the 28th. Now, if the sentence is granted, aside from the judge, so the, the judge can accept the plea and say, okay, and go with it, or he can give another sentence. But considering that it was discussed with the family, I know that it's kind of been a litigation for quite some while. I'm thinking that they will go along with it. And on March 28th, yeah, March 28th, he will be sentenced to serve 18 months, three years of supervised probation, and 40 hours of community service. Uh, Ms. Lee's trial is due to begin on April the 1st. Now, you know, at first when this happened and everything else, like that, you know, our people start saying they blame stuff on the black people, right? Uh, <laughs> but essentially, they were saying that Mr. Brown didn't do anything. Only thing that I could see that he did do was break the law and was speeding. It's unfortunate that this accident happened. Miss Lee tried to switch the lanes and hit his car. That's how he was involved uh, in the accidents. And then she went through the concrete barrier and these six people were struck and killed. Now, I don't know if all of the individuals were struck by her individual, by her car or by his. I think some and some I'm, I'm, I'm thinking because he did plead to it. And it doesn't necessarily mean you know, that he was the one who had to actually strike them with the car, but because he was involved in it, and as a result of his actions, these six people were killed, then that's how, you know, it came about for him to be charged. Uh, so I remember when this first happened and then when, you know, the litigation started and the charging process and everything, his family was speaking out saying that, yeah, he ain't do nothing. Um, but was speeding and it was outrageous. I think that was more so when they were looking at that 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 time that he was facing it at 60 years. Um, of course, you would not get 60 years for speeding, but when you're speeding and as a result, an accident happens, even though, you know, someone kind of tried to cut you off and hit your car and everything else like that, you were speeding and they're saying that his speed contributed to this accident happened. Him and Miss Lee's speed contributed to um, this accident happened. And yeah, she struck his car. Her car spun out of control, went through here, and these six people were killed. Such, such a tragic accident. It certainly, it certainly, certainly was. Um, so we will see if the judge is in agreement with that. And 
come March the 28th. If he is, then that is what he will be facing. He also had to agree not to uh, get any time served on that 18 months. Like, I think he was detained at one point, and then he also did some time on home detention. So he won't get any credit for any time that he served um, during his detainment or his home detention. He will have to serve the whole 18 months. In addition, once he serves the 18 months, it will come out three years of supervisor probation and 40 hours of community service. I also think I had seen somewhere in there that he will not be able to drive. Like he won't be able to drive or whatever for um, a substantial amount of time. But let's just see. I mean, that's damn sure better than 60 years. <laughs> okay, well, nobody said, yeah, that's better than 60 years. That's better than 60 years. And Ms. Lee, her trial don't start to April the 1st, but I'm going to uh, just put my thoughts out there that she more than likely won't get this type of mm, this kind of plea deal. I don't think she won't get this type of plea deal because uh, even though we, you know, I'm mentioning that the accident, you know, Mr. Brown's speed did contribute to the accident or whatever. But if the accident wouldn't have happened and the police or somebody would have, you know, clocked them, the meters on the highway or whatever, for speeding, that's what it would have been. He probably would have got points. He would have got, you know, a, a fine, had to pay a ticket, and that would have been it. But considering that Miss Lee went to switch lanes and hit him and then this terrible accident happened. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. That's why he had to plead guilty to the six counts. And now, Miss Lisa Lee, she won't have her day. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, hopefully he learned from it and she gonna learn too. I know they were saying some dances at first. It was kind of like they was just trying to put it all on the young man, um, uh, Mr. Brown. So thank God for the, the, um, the video footage and the cameras and stuff that actually caught the accident that I do believe helped him. And uh, although he was speeding, I do believe that that helped him, but I don't know if Ms. Lee is going to be so fortunate. I did see comments, I think, from her lawyer just speaking and saying, you know, how she's, of course, too traumatized for this event. And she had lost like four fingers or something. Like, yeah, she was banged up pretty bad like yeah so she has of course had scars uh physical and mental who wouldn't being involved in such accident like this and being so blessed um to make it out you know her and mr brown uh, i'm sure had some traumas and some scars you know if it ain't physical i'm sure on the mental and just this young brother just knowing that he was facing 60 years and to get such a plea um because he put in his guilty plea, like, yeah. I mean, get this deal, you know, this plea deal because he put in a guilty plea. Like, yeah, that's that that's definitely a blessing. That is definitely a blessing. So keep your eyes open and your minds open just to see April 1st. You know, don't be no fool. It ain't gonna be no April Fool's joke when they got Miss Lisa Lee up in there beginning of her trial, but it looks like what Malachi Brown is said and done in 20 years old. Mm, I wish that it did not happen, but 20 years old, 
he can, yeah, hopefully get some help, some therapy, just the just the cope with that the situation did happen and that you were involved in an accident that took the lives of six people. And then, you know, eventually one day get his license back. He don't even look, God forgive me. Because all my brothers are handsome, but he don't even look like he knew how to drive 122 miles per hour. But yeah, they say he was a lot very like uh soft spoken, 20 years old, soft spoken uh, during this hearing process and where he accepted um this plea as he entered his guilty plea and his sentences is to take place in March. He also didn't make any statements as he uh, left the court. Why wouldn't you get out of there? Because huh. I would have been doing the same thing, Malachi. I don't mean no harm. And then also after discussing it with the family, that's why I say it looks is is a good chance that the judge is going to accept it because again, the the agreement that he got for into his uh, guilty plea, or you know the arrangement that he received because he entered his guilty plea is a pretty good one. And they did discuss it with the family. That's why I say he has a pretty good chance of the judge accepting it and just sensing him, giving him um, what the plea deal is on the 28th, aside from trying to give him the sentence or whatever he wants to give him. So we'll see. And then we also got to keep a lot eye out on Miss Lisa Lee, Miss 54 Lisa Lee, who should have known better. Who should have known better? You should have known better, baby. What day was out there? Um, racing or she was mad. She was trying to get in the lane. One second was trying to jump. I don't know. But poor thing. I mean, it's a great thing that she didn't lose her life either. But like they said, she lost four fingers. Miss Lisa Lee, I don't think that her outcome is going to be as good as Mr. Brown considering i just i just don't considering that she tried to switch those lanes and clipped his car and that her car was the one that flew over there and everything else like that so we'll see i know that it was not done intentionally accidents do happen but we gotta be more careful we could not be doing 122 121 and then you know when you come past areas like that on a highway they let you know, like, it's a construction zone. So, it's restrictions. So, yes, it definitely was, like, off the hook <laughs> that they were speeding like that. And that's just what I'm thinking. Like, what? She was trying to get in the lane. He seen her trying to get up. He was speeding up. She was kept on speeding up. Like, oh, I'm getting in front of you. I don't know what happened. But pump breaks. Pump breaks. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, Miss Lee. I'm predicting what's going to happen to Mr. Brown. Um, but hopefully y'all get your opportunity. How tragic this was to start over. To start over. I don't know. I don't know. Just start over. And hey, Miss Johnson, yes, I seen that that was um her son, my number one little youngster fan. Yes. Um, <laughs> Was sending me all of the information. Yes, my mom is Miss Johnson. Hey, Miss Johnson. Hey, Alonza. Alonza. Hey, there. Hey, there. Hey, Naya. Naya, look, I always mess his name. I know his name. And then when I get on the air, my tongue, baby. Blaming on my tongue, not my heart. <laughs> but the handsome little buddy, right? 
who is my fan, who has been showing me love since he known that I had a show. Yes, he be in tune with his, with his mom. And I love it. Love everything about it. I'm going to have to get my buddy a ninja turtle or something. Look, how you know that's his favorite? He like, he probably telling my business. My mom be telling my business. Hey, Miss Johnson. And then I'm also going to have bad people coming through here. But I'll let y'all know all about that, right? I'll let y'all know all about that. Looking forward to having him uh, as a guest. So we talked about Brandon Scott and his baby. We talked about these cameras going up for this daggone illegal dumping. Yeah, hitting cameras. Not They're not going to be exposed. So you ain't going to know they're there, but they're going to know you're there. Then I gave y'all an update on the tragedy that occurred last year on 695, in which six construction workers were tragically killed um, by two vehicles going to Cecil Speeds. And that tragedy happened. Uh, Malachi Brown has just accepted a plea as he entered his guilty plea. And we'll see how that goes. Now, let's talk about some of the stuff that's going on around the world and some of this stuff that y'all talking about too. See, I'm from Baltimore. So a lot of times I like to start here to tell y'all what is going on, what was going on. And then I go everywhere else. Not that everywhere else don't got no what and the what's, because it's always giving a what and a what when it comes to Baltimore City sometimes. But around the world, I let it go. I don't know what in the world. We can even say that sometimes too when things happen here in Baltimore, Maryland. But this is a good, this is a good what in the world and a good what in the what. Something that I did not know, but I'm doing my due diligence, like Moni said, as a journalist, <laughs> to bring you information and stuff like that that I think will be interesting to you. All right. Y'all know Miss Opal Lee, right? Miss Opal Lee, the grandmother of Juneteenth. Yes, she was the lady who was like, really, the trailblazer and pushing, 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 pushing for years to get lawmakers to make June 19th which was the end of slavery, yes. June 19th and 1776 was the official, not July the 4th, okay? So she, um, it wasn't until several years later and months that we actually were free. And she's been pushing it for so long. Um, back, I believe, when she was, what, 89 in 2016, Miss Lee, um, not that Miss Lee who did that crash, Miss Oldly, Miss Opalie, right? The grandmother of Juneteenth. In 2016, at the age of 89, she walked 1,400 miles uh, to bring attention to our cause for Juneteenth and to get it recognized as a national holiday. And it is. You got work, Miss Opalie. We now celebrate Juneteenth nationally. Okay? Work. Um, but the great news that I wanted to give about Miss Opal Lee's story is many years ago, 80 years ago, to be exact, Miss Opal Lee is now what 96? No, hold on, what is it? 2024, I don't know when her birthday was 2016, right? And then you add what you want to add. When it's six, that's 2022, then seven is 2023. So seven, the six card to nine, 96. Yes. <laughs> now that the age of 96, she has been blessed to see. Juneteenth being recognized as a holiday, 
as well as getting her property back that her family was forced out from many, many years ago. Yes. In 1939, yes, at just 12 years old, Miss Opaly and her family were forced out of their home in Fort Worth, Texas, with about, they said, over 500 races, an angry mob of more than 500 came to their house that they had bought. They wanted them out of the area. Her and her family, um, her dad and her mom brought this house and they wanted them gone. And Miss Opalee was only 12, but she is definitely in, in good mind to remember the experience. She said her father had a gun. He was going to bust that gun. And the police said, if you bust that cat, we're going to let him have you. So unfortunately, back then, just like today, the justices, the legal system, the police were not on our side. So instead of being protected, the police could not control them all. Albany and her family were actually forced out. They left. And when they left the home, those 500 or so more races that came upon them, baby, took all that furniture out the house, burned all the furniture, and burned the house down. And burned the house down okay look at so precious look ain't it ain't it amazing how you can say precious about the babies and about the elders just so precious the strength that's in that picture 96 go ahead sister so miss oval lee had discovered that a trinity habitat for humanity had bought a Viking light lot located at 940 East Annie Street in Fort Worth, Texas. It actually was the lot that her house sat on that she was forced out of 80 years ago. So, Miss Lee, she and the CEO, Mr. Gage Yager of Trinity Habitat for Humanity, and she called him up and basically gave an offer if she could buy the lot. Now, of course, this organization did not know of the history or the tragedy that had happened there, even though they knew Miss Lee. And when she called to give this offer of buying this land, they did once. Awesome thing. The CEO actually sold it to her. He did. Just for $10. And then he offered her to build her house on her land. And they actually broke ground in September of last year. I think that is just a remarkable story. And also, um, the CEO, Mr. Yeager, he agrees. He said it's both an amazing and terrible story. And hopefully, as she says, it comes full circle. We'll build a home, laugh, cry, and move her in, and we'll celebrate the moment when that happens. Ms. Opal Lee, when speaking to a uh, TV station, WFAA, I believe. She said, I could have done the holy dance. I tell you, that was really, oh boy. Mm, baby. If that ain't a testimony. So Miss Opal Lee, I know her ancestors and the rest of them who went through a lot of tragic events like this, but specifically her family, her dad, her mom, and everybody who's, you know, resting in peace that went through this experience with her. I know that they are definitely rejoicing. 
that she gets this opportunity to return to their land and build a home back on it. That's awesome. Ain't that an amazing story? That is an amazing story. That is an amazing story. And what is the chances that Ms. Lee, after going through all that at 12 years old, growing up to push for Juneteenth, right? And then finding out that the land that her house was on that she was forced out of back in 1939 when she was just 12 was bought by organization Trinity Habitat for Humanity. And she knew the CEO had already had communications with her. And guess what? Oh, she said, can I buy this house? And he said, oh, yeah, you can buy it. <laughs> for ten dollars, she said, "Yes." And he said, "And we're gonna bring, and we're going, and we are going to buy your house." Let me fix this a little bit, y'all, because my little energy is going down. I don't know what's been up with me and charges and all this other stuff, but I just cannot get it right. I'm so spending my money. My head is just, uh, I had just realized my dad going registration is suspended. I forgot to go get my admission test or whatever. I was like that. So God, work it out for me or whatever is going on to let something come full circle. Let me know what it is all about. Keep me patient. Oh, Father God, keep me patient. Cause I'm telling you my patience is being tested, but I am getting better. I am getting wiser. Okay, and when he looks at me, he sees the best of me. Yes, yes, I'm quoting the songs. <laughs> yes, I am. He sees the best of me. So all I can do is each day wake up and pray for the best and just keep it moving. And just understanding that when it ain't the best day, when I ain't having a watch and I'm only hearing it. And all I can do is just keep on going and keeping it moving. But one of the main things that I want to talk about that I want to get into that or that I want to. Because I know that that's going to be a while. Yeah, let me get into that a little bit. Just to get it out the way. Now, y'all know, Marnie don't like to say his name. But I'm say that character. <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Trump, Trump, Trump. It's still in the... <laughs> possibly <laughs> the running of becoming the president. <laughs> Again. Oh, my goodness. No. <laughs> but just like Trump, and we know him. But talking crazy, baby. There's still people around him that goes right with his radicate and talk just as crazy. His lawyer had came out with a statement, his attorney, Alina Hafer. And I don't get it because they just, I don't know. I ain't gonna say messing up their career or nothing like that. But you know, I seen that a couple of his advisors have kind of been on him lately about not being in public and just making obscene comments. Um, but somebody, and a lot of that too, is not only from advisors, it's them gag orders that he had to have in place. And those gag orders that he got overturned and then they got sentenced again because once it got overturned, he still was from his mouth. But the gag is his attorney, Miss Alina Habit, was confirming a concern uh, that another lady was making on the interview about what Trump has. Basically, his concern is that the judges that he appointed. So during his 
Tennessee as president, Judge, I mean, Trump appointed three of the nine Supreme Court judges. That's the most that any president has, right? So now she's saying that they had the concern that because he appointed these three judges, that they may rule against him, not to show or not to try to show favor. I'm like, what? Or to avoid the perception that they had favor for Trump. Okay. The three judges that he appointed was Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Connie Barrett. They all sit in the Supreme Court. Um, Trump sees that as a disadvantage in his current situations as issues like presidential immunity and the 14th Amendment head to SCOTUS um, coming up. And then, of course, in the midst of all his other trial and all this other stuff. But when it comes to the Supreme Court, now he basically saying that these three judges or his concern is the three judges that he appointed are going to rule against him because he appointed them because they don't want it to come off as if they favor Trump. And at this point, <laughs> just like at the last point and around the corner and down the street and across the world, Trump say anything or his concerns is like, what in the world? So you mean to tell me that now there's a concern that they're going to rule against you because they want they don't want to show that they like you, but you appointed them because you thought that they were the best. No Trump, when they rule against you, see, and, and that's what I'm saying. He has a way to set stuff up to always make it seem like people are against him or he's with this witch, witch hunt and people are, for whatever reason, strategically just trying to come against him. But no, when he is the strategic character, he has a way of trying to put information out there, right? That I had people questioning <laughs> what is actually happening. So, no, Mr. Trump, when these three judges find you guilty, when they rule against you, the ones that you appointed, it's not because they don't want to show that they favor you, it's because they are doing what you appointed them to do to look at the law to uphold it and abide by it and to not have biases and to not show favor because of who you are so you're saying that they won't or they will find you guilty because they want to show the world they don't favor you that don't make sense you would think that they wouldn't find you guilty because they do favor you. Like, okay, they in the Supreme Court, so what they worrying about what somebody think? That don't even make sense. No, they're going to do what you appointed them to do. All three of them. They're going to go through the law, they're going to look at the facts, and if you're guilty, you're guilty. That's what's going to happen. That's not going to jeopardize their careers just to say, oh, you're guilty, to show that, oh, we... We don't really favor, we don't favor him. And we want y'all to know that we, I just don't know. I'm all confused with the statement or why that would even be his concern. But just like I say, he's the trickster. That's how tricksters do. They can, they can manipulate stuff and put it out there in a way to make you think that that's what it's going to be. But that's not what it's going to be. Trump, when they find him guilty, baby, it's because they went through all the information and he's guilty. And he's guilty. But we'll see. I just thought that that was really interesting. And then I also had seen some stuff like when 
Trump was like uh receiving money like doing his presidencies because y'all know when he became a president right he was supposed to like he couldn't really it was like a conflict of insurance to like deal with his businesses or whatever so he kind of was supposed to like give him up or like I don't know officially what it's called, but what he did was he kind of turned the power over to his sons. But in turning the power over to his sons, he still was highly involved. He still was highly involved. They were still business that was under his name. And I had seen he had received, hold on, let me move this book. He had received like seven million. Look, the computer ray go dead. The camera ray go dead. He had received like seven million. That's how y'all from like foreign countries. Like was getting money. And that definitely is out of order. That definitely is out of order. What is that? That definitely is out of order. But I had seen that too, that he was like receiving money um, from a whole bunch of countries too. And they said that they was trying to do it or whatever because it was like some gain that they could get politically. You feel me? My stuff is going off. I be tripping too because people be sending me messages and all that. And then it be my family sending me messages. That's why I got had my phone on do not disturb because they be sending me messages. Then on top of sending me messages, they be calling me and everything too. Like I'm on my show. So that just let me know. <laughs> and they don't be watching. They don't be watching like Miss Johnson and I am, like Londa and I am. No, they do not. And I don't like that. Don't do me like that, y'all. Don't do me like that. Well, anyway, I can't find it. I can't find it. So I'm going to go on to the next of the next of the next of what everybody is like talking about right now. And what is that? If y'all know, y'all ain't heard. I know y'all did. Y'all know? Y'all ain't heard? Is that me? It is. <laughs> Look at my fat face. I will use this 30 pounds. I had already started my fast. Um, y'all not well, yeah, fast. So I'm doing no sugar, no nothing, no nothing. And it was crazy because one of me and one of my um closest cousins, I always said we got a spiritual connection. If a I had looked and I had seen, took a glance at Facebook today, and I'm saying like that. Hey, she on the same kick that I'm on. I was like, I wonder if she couldn't button up a shirt. <laughs> But no, it's definitely for the cleanser, whatever I'll say that. But I ain't doing no sugar, no uh, no pastas, no nothing. Everything roll, veggies, um, fruits. I'm gonna do some meat. My cousin, she a vegan. Um, I consider myself something like a pest. I'd rather do fish than chicken. Um, but money, I gotta get one of them grilled Caesar salads from down with your name. It's been a minute for me, and it's calling me. Um to go down to them, but it's too cold. We're gonna it's calling me, so I'm gonna get one. Uh, but yeah, and she on her fast too. And I was like, girl, I am right with you because no. Maria D's. <laughs> huh? The Maria D's. Maria D's, yes. <laughs> See, I'm gonna go up there and get the salad, but I can't get the pizza. <laughs> oh, you could, but you don't want to. <laughs> I, I could. I could, but no, no. <laughs> I just started over, Bonnie. <laughs> now I'm not going to get it. And then, look, I be trying to take myself over. That's how I was the other day. I had bought um, my June Dominoes, and I was like, oh, my goodness. And, look, I had forgot that face. I was already biting all on the crust. And I was like, no. You're not supposed to be doing the that. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to just eat the cheese. 
baby. I'm fat tired. I ate like a whole piece of just cheese. Because <laughs> I was hungry. It wasn't just cheese and the, and, and the, and, and the sauce, right? Like, mm, mm. But I wanted that crust so bad. I think one of them, I didn't even lick the crust to get the <laughs> but it might be better because I was on my y'all. I was on my thing for as I was doing. But I'm telling you that November and December, I'm telling you as soon as that Halloween come, and I'm not even a big candy eater. But when that Halloween come and they be giving snacks and all that, I already I be feeling it. I be like, no, 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 no. And the next thing you know, I got me a Snickers. The little snicker minis. Then I used to always like overbuy candy. And I did good last year because I didn't. And then I got all this candy and I'm sitting around women here, snickers, all that. Every time I look, I'm going grab four. Right. Then before I know it, I'm taking a bite like that. My full gun. Oh, let me go get two more. <laughs> Stop like that. So it's like as soon as that Halloween come, y'all, and them sweets and that kick and all that other stuff. It, it's just all downhill. It's like I do good all through the end. And everybody knows it's, it's a task to get the weight off of you. But fall is bringing it back. So let me tell you, that's in uh, 15 pounds or whatever I thought that I was losing through the year, baby. My October 31st came probably each day. I Every other day, I gained a half a pound. I'm trying to tell you. And then Thanksgiving, I was like, all right, I'll be good, but I ate like two sweet potato pies myself. I had an apple crumble, all of that stuff. Then it went down Mont Monty cooking chocolate cakes and banana nut. Just the temptation. The temptation. What was that last cake you baked, Monty? Was that a chocolate? And it was. And he was trying to throw it at me. Pineapple chocolate. Talking about, mm -mm, you want another piece? No. <laughs> and God said, yeah, look. I said, yeah, give me a couple of mm -mm, share with the kids. I don't need to share with the kids. Yeah, you kept it to yourself, fat ass. <laughs> I ain't sharing my piece of cake. I, I got one tell him, no. He said, girl, take it. I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll take a piece for my little ones. Yeah, for my son and my, my daughter and stuff like that. My son, my oldest son probably don't want no cake. Because even though he a big man, he would be amazed too. Like my son is not no real big sweet either. He don't. He don't eat pie. He don't eat none of that. He just eat. He eat good food. <laughs> but he not no real big sweet either. He do not eat. He don't really deal with sweets like that. When he was little, he did, but he don't do sweets like that. So money said, "Yeah, I said, yeah, I'm gonna take some for the kids, baby." They didn't get a bite of that cake. I think Ja did, <laughs> but it was like half a piece. They came down, looked on the plate, like, "Mom, what's this?" And I was so old, oh, some cake I had brought from my the house, and they was eating like, mm, it's good. But I ain't say, oh yeah, he sent a piece for y'all. Cause <laughs> I already ate it. That that's just fat. So no. Uh-uh. I'm gonna go to Mirandese. That's the spot in Baltimore, y'all. That the slice of pizza be like the size of your head. And then they also got this grilled chicken Caesar salad. And I got extra meat last time. <laughs> it was like, you don't need extra meat. 
And I was like, I did. So I'm really going to get extra meat. That daggone chicken is piled up on that daggone salad. You did not get it. And it was so delicious. (laughs) And I got to eat some the next day, and I put some of it in a wrap and all of that. But it's grilled. So I can get any nothing but grilled chicken and lettuce. I can get that morning. And if I feel like it, if my body will push me out this door, that's when I might be eating the night. That is where I might be eating the night. Let me get these four shout outs in though. Um, before I talk about what I'm gonna talk about next, what I was saying, uh, is everything everybody else talking about. This interview that Cat Williams did, yes, on Shannon Sharp podcast. Yes, Shannon Sharp just yesterday released his new episode for the year on his pride podcast, Club Shay Shay. Yeah, let's get into talking about this and then I'll get a shout out. Um, if I can get to that, um, did <laughs> the first episode of the year on his podcast club, Shay Shay, with the hilarious telling like it is, Cat Williams. And boy, did he tell it! Oh, he had a lot to say and a lot to tell about several people that we love. Um, he called out several big comedians. Uh, Ricky Smiley, Steve Harvey, Kevin Hart, Cedric Alex Tainer. Uh, he alleged that Steve and Cedric were stealing his jokes. And he talked about how egregious uh, Ricky Smiley was doing their filming together on Friday after next. It, yeah, it was Friday after next, right? Yeah, Friday after next. And basically, he was displeased about some statements that Ricky Smiley had made when he was on Shannon Sharp podcast before. Basically, uh, Ricky had put out there that he actually had the role of Money Mike and their roles were like switched or something how he put it. But after Catwoman came out and put everything on blast, and when I mean blast for your butcher name, look, it is really going down. It's saying I'm in one. Hold on, let me see y'all. Y'all get to see my hey, hey, uncle, and I'm singing to you all, but I can't get cut off. Is it going to work? Is it going to work? Let's see. Like it says it's in there, and it say that it's charging y'all, but just keep on going down. So if it go off, forgive me. I'm gonna try to come back, but then money brain got all that time for that. I see y'all next week. Uh, but yeah, Cat Williams definitely put him on blast. And Ricky Smiley was saying that he had his role and then it got switched. Cat Williams said, uh uh-uh. uh, that is not what happened. I wrote all the material for Money Mike. So, who you was going <laughs> what you was going to do? You did not have this role. You played who you were supposed to play, and I played who I was supposed to play. And we auditioned, I was the 201, I believe, auditioned for the, the role of Money Mike, and I got it. 200 other people came before me and I got it being 201. So he disagreed with that. He didn't like those statements that was made. He also <laughs> didn't like statements that Cedric the Entertainer made when he was in there before. Oh man, did he let Cedric have it. He said Cedric is known, <laughs> was supposed to be known for knowing how to sing, dance, and tell jokes. And we found out that he can't do all three. They say that's why they call him the Entertainer because, you know, he talked about Steve Harvey, basically stealing Mark Curry style, you know, with the sitcom <laughs> and the school and all that other stuff. Uh, it, it just was a lot. It was a lot. And of course, when there's a lot and people unpack that truth, people turn in. 
and yes, he got a lot of views on this interview, and he got social media and a frenzy. Everybody is talking about it. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people are respecting Cat Williams and speaking his truth and saying, yeah, basically, that's Cat. He always been a solid like it is type of God, guy, no cut, no cut cards. A lot of people are saying, mm, he's always been a hater. So I don't know. I don't say to say I do see it as speaking his own truth. Ricky Smiley this morning actually spoke on or responded to the comments that was made by him. And he had like a really, you know, nice response. He credited Cat Williams for basically, you know, bringing that role to life and that he knew that he couldn't play that role as a pimp or as well as um, he did. Ricky Smiley actually was trying to clear it up and saying that when he had got the role, it posed a bit like a, uh, you know, like a crackhead, like hanging around the neighborhood or whatever. But then when, uh, mm, look, I lost my train of thought. But but then when Cat Williams came about and I did the audition, he actually brought, you know, that pimp stand up and everything else like that and brought the whole career to life. That's what happened. But I think that when Ricky Smiley was originally on Shannon Sharp, I think that's what Cat Williams had the problem with because he wasn't saying it like that. So today, Ricky Smiley, and I love Ricky Smiley too. I don't mean to I love Ricky Smiley. I do. Uh, but just the way that he responded, and then also too, because Ricky Smiley been going through some stuff, he even lost his son. That's the only thing I did not agree with. Now, respectfully, Cat Williams, I love Cat Williams. I think he is funny. I never really looked at him like a hater. I just looked at him like not a follower or not like a people pleaser, because you know we got a lot of people out here like that too. Um, so I just always just felt like he just was raw. He just was real, and you know, people a lot of times say that they want real. But then when people keep it real, it offends a lot of people. Because I have my way of offending a lot of people. And if you're one of those people that keep it real, unfortunately, you, what happens? You, yes, he had me rolling. Danny, <laughs> Danny, Cat Williams is a fool. But it makes me believe that a lot of what he had to say falls about how Ricky Smiley's whatever was true because just to the way Ricky Smiley responded, because I know that Ricky Smiley too, as much as Cat Williams keeps it real, I know Ricky Smiley can dig in that ass too. He he know how to get down. And what I was getting into is that what I don't respect is when he was like, I don't know why he would lose a child and then come on here the line. All right, speak your truth and do all of that and say what you guys say, but don't be mean, Cat. That, that, that that was mean. That was mean. That was mean, and that was really tasteless. I didn't like that. So Ricky Smiley and responding to it, right, kind of like trying to clear it up and having this. He's saying, you know, the comments that he made hurt his family, and he was upset because he also went into comments saying, like, he he was acting so nasty and so, like, I'm this and that because he was saying that Ricky Smiley was hating on him. Back when they did, when he finally got the role, he was like, who is Cat Williams? Don't nobody know him. I'm on I'm on radio and all this and all that. And it probably did happen, right? And he was like, who is this? Then he shouldn't have got it or whatever else is the case or whatever. And then when he came on the Shannon Sharp show, Shannon Sharp podcast, well, show, because you better live as a show. It's a show. <laughs> People call it podcast, but it's a show. And he was saying when he told the story, he making it seem like, 
oh, he had the role. And he was, no, that's not what happened. You was coming in <laughs> to try out for the role like I was. It's just that I flipped, I enhanced the character. But it wasn't no switching no roles. So 200 and something people had a chance to try out for a role you already had? Get out of here. So I think that was all Kate's point. But Kate, like doing stuff, just was mean. But again, he a comedian. That's not funny. You don't play when it comes to that. And talking about like that, like that's a sensitive topic for real. Like, you know, this man lost his son or whatever. Like, you ain't even had to say that part. You gotta just say it without your truth or whatever. But I don't know why he would decide to lose his son and then come on here and lie. <laughs> was like, it's just a mess. But keeping it real. He's speaking his truth on how he feel. Like, man, because he probably was having empathy for him. Like, oh, man, he lost his son or whatever. So that's probably what, you know, was in his train of thought when he was talking about it. Like, I don't know how you going to lose a child and then come on here and lie. <laughs> so it was really, really like, as much as I think that his comment and making that comment in the beginning of a lot of his statements that he was talking on Ricky Smiley was tasteless, I'm sure... <laughs> He felt that it was tasteless as well. That <laughs> Ricky Spiley, after losing the child, would come on and what he said allegedly lied. But it's making me believe it because Ricky ain't going on him. He just was like clearing up, trying to state what he really meant when he was on the interview. And then also making a comment that it had affected his family, like it hurt his family because Cat Williams also went on to say things like, he put in his claws after Ricky was being hating and being so nasty back then. He put in his contract that the next time he worked with Ricky Smiley in a movie, he gonna wear a dress. And he said on first Sunday when he went a dress. <laughs> and Ricky Smiley denies that. Ricky Smiley, I don't know, but Ricky, they probably did. They ain't tell you what was in the contract. Ricky Smiley said because it was funny. It was a comedy skit, and that's what. He was um, hired to do so. That's why he wore the dress. But yeah, he just saying that that's hateful. Uh, Kent Williams saying that he was saying all that because yeah, him and Tyler Perry, they only they struggle to play roles as men. They play good. They play the cards as a woman, which was hilarious. But just like he was speaking his truth and he was coming out in the room, but it was funny. Yes, it had me cracking up. Soon it had me. I was like, no. I was watching it to the morning, to always to the night. It's doing it again, y'all. And I keep on watching. I think I need more distractions like that. And I gotta keep standing up. But I'm gonna stand up so y'all can see how fat I am. I told y'all my shirt don't close. But okay. Damn, charge your phone. I'm charging it. The charge is in here. And it's showing that it's charging, but it just keep going down. See, I be having problems, and then people be trying to act like, Kenya, or whatever they say, or one of those things. But yeah, Trump went in, and he now only just go on, not Trump, Cat Williams. See, I told you. Because it's a guy one. Cat went in, and not just only on Ricky Smiley. He had made a little joke about Cedric. So I'm like, you let Cedric sit back here <laughs> looking like a horse with his hands on his chest. I can't talk because I'm looking like the female horse. Is that what they call them right there? 
sitting with his hands on his chest up here telling that lie. Talking about he the entertainer and can't do nothing. He talked about Steve Harvey. Said Steve Harvey had that high top and lined up and all that. Had folks believe <laughs> that his shape up was shut and he had on a unit. He said it was a wig the whole time. But he just was going in. Some of them stealing his jokes, how they didn't hate it on him and everything else. A lot of people looking at it as him telling his truth. A lot of people looking at it as him being a hater, saying that Cat Williams is not the same Cat Williams that he was back then. And he just coming out, doing all this so he can be relevant again. But I don't never see him when he wasn't relevant. He always been funny to me. Um, I have never had the opportunity to see him live, um, but several specials. He he mentioned that too. And I think it was about such an insane naming all of the specials that he had, and then saying that Cedric and Insane had like four. He was like, because Shannon was like, "Who's you saying he ain't funny?" And he was like, "No, the world is saying that he ain't funny." Shannon even was like, "You." <laughs> You gotta, uh, I, y'all gotta stop you from drinking because you didn't operate. Me too, oh baby, ain't no drink never gave me no guy. I'm, I'm speaking the truth. I only had a sip, and you had one sip more than me. <laughs> I just love Cat Williams, guys. It was every time, sometimes though, like when Cat go on the interviews. I remember one time he was on the interview on that station, and he let that lady have it. Read that lady for blood. <laughs> he tried to come for Try to say something else, but I don't know. I'm always giving I don't know after I done gave the whole spill <laughs> or pump with the tears. I ain't, I'm always giving I don't know because I really don't. I really don't. I'm just reporting on it. Your news giving you our views, and that's my view on it. Hey, so now y'all think Kate Williams already come out with another special? Then he just come out with one. I don't know. I, it's a setup. So guess what? His mission was accomplished. I don't think it was to make himself more relevant, but maybe, yeah, maybe he already do a sitcom or maybe he already do another stand up or another something or go on tour or something might have you. I don't know, but he gave it out. If you ain't seen that interview, I'm telling you, go watch it because when I get off of here, I'm actually going to go back. <laughs> So watching it because I did not get to see all of it. I just was kind of looking at what I was giving to y'all was my recollection of the little inserts and different things that I've been seeing people posting and different news medias actually reporting on it. And Ricky Smiley wasn't the only one who came with a rebuttal uh, about cat statements. Cedric the Entertainer did as well, but he wasn't too friendly. He sounded a little upset. He was mad. That can't um, call him out. And not only that, Michael Blackson, who, uh, according to my research and autographs, film, him and Cat William have had some type of feud or whatever for some time. And he came out and he was the one that was making a statement saying that he trying to make himself relevant again. That Cat Williams ain't the same Cat Williams that he was back in 2005. So I don't know. Michael Blackson, he funny too. He is. You know, that mother suckers, the one who, which name, like, he from Amity. Yeah, he from him, too. But he ain't okay. Well, he's all been wrong. I like him, but I don't like him okay. Uh, Ricky Smiley, I like Ricky Smiley. He is funny. He's silly. He's silly as can be. But I don't know how he would do stand-up. You know what I'm saying? Ricky Smiley more the entertainer than Cedric. <laughs> 
He on radio. He be yeah. He be singing. He more than entertainer. Yeah, he more than entertainer. He should be smiley to dolly because he bring his stuff, baby. All of his talents and everything. So I don't know. And if Cat, if Ricky was nasty towards you doing Friday at the next, that was all we back then. Let it go, brother. What troubles me a little bit. And it's not that it just happens in our culture amongst black people. It happens amongst um several celebrities and different stuff like that. But what gets me is that a lot of times when we have disputes and everything else like that, we we put it on blast. Well, that kind of guy, it always gotta be. Uh, but I guess that's the competition part of it, though. Like everybody can't get along. Everybody not gonna like everybody. And whatever function you're in, whatever your job you're in, whatever your profession is, it's gonna be people that got the same skills that you have. Some you're gonna get along with, some that you're gonna build with, and some of them you can just scratch that out. So, but cat, forgive Ricky. But when he was being nasty to you back then, he didn't know. He didn't know you was going blow up and grow like this and i'm sure he probably did feel some type of way because he probably really did want the role and when he was on shannon's podcast he probably did come off and tell it the wrong way you know the truth and you definitely definitely told it y'all this ain't working out for me because now i'm on one percent <laughs> so i might cut off because it's just keep going down and i don't get it Ugh. Look, but I'm just going down to the side and be like, you got what you want on the thing. So, how is my phone in the charger? Anybody can tell me, anybody technically said it. It's just my charger, ain't no good, right? Right. <laughs> but I just bought this one. It, it must not be a fast charger. It is. I got what the fast charger on the thing, I got it all plugged up on the thing. It's a fast charger. Told you, look, I'm turning off my light, but I'm going to turn it back on, y'all. It's a fast charger. Ooh, that was black. <laughs> I turned it out a little bit. Hold on, I'm turning it up. Oh, no, I'm turning it up. That's all right. We live. And that's how I go. That's how I go over here. Oh, look, I'm blue. Y'all like that light? <laughs> I'm a little blue. I'm a little blue right there. Um, but I don't know, y'all. Yeah, Marnie, it's not going on my charger. So if I cut out, I cut out. I'm just letting y'all know. I was trying to, because I had it charging up all the time, y'all. I thought it was going to be charged and was going around. And then I noticed, like, wait a minute. It went down. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to pull my little cords and all that. So I can have to charge it in an extension cord and make sure that it's charging. and. All that other stuff, but they don't want to. They don't want to. So I'm watching it. And I don't know if it didn't cut out because the charge is still in there. Because usually when my phone get the one, it just be like, I'm gone. See you later. Um, but I hope that's not the case. And if it is, I apologize again. I will see y'all next Thursday. And don't be afraid to stop over. While I'm talking about cat and was getting into that. Yes, baby. He called them out. You gotta go and you got to see that interview. All of this stuff that I talk about, guys. I hope y'all go back and do your own 
research about it because you know i always say we get to know and grow right here together so i hope you go back and do your own research look into it to know that i ain't something lies my spill be all real and that's how i'm gonna bring it to you every day on time well in the case that it do let me just give my shadows real quick of course, we had birthdays and stuff. It still is Capricorn season. Aquarius is all the right around the corner. And then I'm already looking like, oh, my goodness. Fire March, April, May, June, July. Six months. Over six months. And my birthday will be back. Not getting older. Getting wiser. But, ugh. Ugh. That's how I be feeling, y'all, when the new year come in. I be like that after my birthday when the new year come in trust and believe all the inspiration and encouragement that i be giving y'all i had to give it to y'all because it's what i had to give myself and i think i shared my testimony with y'all before that when i was coming back to doing this doing this um radio thing and different things it was different shifts and stuff happening in my life and um i was real troubled but god kept me and he put it on my heart with the name of the show should be, what my message should be every time. And um, you know how to go about it when I ain't got guests. And to be sure, to be sure and vigilant, okay? To share my life. Don't just come on here and talk about other people and get them the updates and give them the jealousy stuff and the controversy and the what in the what's and the what in the worlds, but inspire them, encourage them. Because they looking at you and they think that it's all good. But tell them the bad that you experienced. Tell them the pain, the hurt, and everything else like that to let them know they are not alone. And in the midst of it, just keep praising me and keep on smiling and keep on trying and keep on living your life and let that be your message. So that's what it's been since I came through here. That's just what it's been. You better live. That has definitely been a message. And that's why. Like, yeah, I'll be wanting to tell y'all my business. It be certain stuff. I'll be like, I ain't want to tell that. And it takes some some getting used to because I'm typically a person that holds things and don't have anybody to talk to. Because I don't like to talk to them because, you know, and instead of people talking to you about a situation, people will take what your situation is and use it to talk about you. So instead of talking to you about it, they'll use it to talk about you. You get what I'm saying? So they don't come and talk to you about it. They'll use it to talk about you. So that's why I kind of be like, you know, I used to shut down a lot of times when I get new connections and stuff like that with people. I like love, you know, I love when people and especially I feel like I got discernment and you good people like, yeah, I miss my baby and we be clicking and talking like we didn't know each other forever. And some people, like how I said, they don't know how to accept that when you sometimes are so real, it comes off as phony and fake because people are so used to experiencing phony and fake and then they going through stuff and life is so real. So then they like, that. Oh, this girl is meeting me. She's showing me love or you know, she's so chipper. She's talking to me and everything else like that. So it took some getting used to because now, baby, I tell my business. I be telling what's going on. Sometimes you ain't know what's going on with me, but I tell my business. It's a good release for real because sometimes, like I said, people be going through stuff and they be amazed like, what? You be going through that? And you'll tell somebody your story and then theirs don't seem so bad or vice versa. So, yeah, that's what I do it for. 
And then also, just so I can keep them on talking, because y'all don't want to talk to me. Shout out to Londa and Nayib for talking to me all through the night. And I am amazed. I did not out yet. So I'm not going to speak that into existence. It went up one, the two. So maybe it's working now. It's going the other way. I don't know. Um, but just for like a quick recap before I finish. Uh, my shout outs because I was given that and then I didn't got sidetracked and stopped giving y'all another day on testimony. Kelly, Jimmy, Jam. Um, but if you wasn't here and you just joined me, you should have heard it. But I like to repeat myself. Y'all know that. I repeat myself a day while I'm on the show. Happy New Year. We talk about the arrival, uh, arrival of Brandon Scott bundle of joy with his feet aunt say miss Pooh, not Catherine, honey it is let me clear it up hannah hannah Pooh. is she in relation to Pooh? because that last name spoke the same too and i don't really know too many poos and two cats and poo came mm. so was brandon already down there looking at this lady and she was down there while she was married because this is our fiance but she still was married because they didn't announce the um her being pregnant and she had divorce or something like was going through. But they could already had problems though. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna be messy. They they probably already had problems and she probably already moved on and she seen this young black brother down here and she was like, mm, I'm gonna get him and she got him and now charm is here. I talked about the Baltimore City illegal. Dumping, we have it all the time. Aside from this massive trash dumps that we have, we have people dropping too much trash on the streets. They need to put some hidden cameras down in these gutters for real, for real. I'm one of them people though. I don't like the litter. I don't like the litter. I keep like a little bag um in my trunk truck and try to put them in there. I try not to throw it away or whatever. But some people, they just throw anything down. Like I was telling you, I seen a whole chicken box came out the window and I seen one come out of the car before and whole sodas and whole big half and half cups with half filled, half and half. People just riding down the street and just throw it. Like, it's just filthy. And I had, was looking at that before. I think when my son was going to Carver before he graduated, and I just was driving him to school one day, and I was looking at the other kids walking, and I was like, "Wow!" And you got walk past all this trash. I'm talking about it was like all this trash piled up on the street. Like you got walk through all this trash. Like this is a mess. What can it do to your your mental? Uh, but yeah, so they put them hitting down. And that is an effect. They already got convictions. Don't you get caught up. Don't you go dump that trash. Don't you be no bum. If you own the business and you ain't got no dumpster service or whatever, you better get you some. Because they ain't going for it. They ain't going for it. Shout out to Councilman Antonio Glover who pushed to make sure they weren't going for it no more. Um, then I also talked about Malachi Brown, the young man who was involved in that fatal crash last year, along with Miss Lisa Lay, uh, 54. Both of them were traveling over 120 miles an hour when their cars collided. One went off uh, over the concrete barrier and six construction workers who were out there on 695 were killed. He is up for sentences on March, sentencing uh, on March 28th due to his 
plea deal with him pleading guilty to six felony counts of manslaughter. Just 18 months, three years supervised probation, and then 40 hours community service. Miss Lee will have her day on April 1st. That is when her trial will begin. Then I talked about all the awesome blessing of Miss Opal Lee, the grandmother of June 10th, getting her land back after 80 years and the wonderful organization Trinity Habitat for Humanity making that possible. They built, they bought the lot. Miss Lee reached out, Miss Opal Lee, not the Lee that was in the look. I told you to repeat myself. I said that when I talked about her first time, right? Uh, Miss Opal Lee <laughs> reached out, wanted to buy it, and she got it for $10. And they also are going to build her a home for free. Freedom, freedom. Okay, work, Miss Lee. Then <laughs> I spoke on Trump, the glump, or the character, whatever you call him, Donald. Donald Duck, Donald Duck, the man with the tuck. He ain't got no tuck, but he do act like a bitch. <laughs> oh, excuse my language. How was been doing better too? That was my New Year's resolution. Um, to clean this mouth up. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. Cursing just sometimes makes stuff more fun and conversation better to get your point across. But I do gotta do better because y'all, I. I have gotten a lot, a lot better. And I hate to do it, you know, with my profession and being in buildings and being in courts. Because, like, when I was 20 and stuff, I grew up around that. You know, them old folks be cussing out. My mother and my stepfather still be cussing each other. And I be cracking up. I still get cussed out. They cuss me out or whatever. So, I'm, we just used to it. That was our interaction or whatever. So, when I had gotten to the professional arena and really had jobs where I had to pay attention on how I was presenting myself and what I was saying, it was hard for me to cut it off. So I was down and people was looking at me and I'd be like, what I say? Like how I be on here when money God correct me, right? And I'd be like, what I say? That's how I used to be at the meetings, y'all. And all down the court, people be like, and they be like, girl, you say shit. Oh, that's some dumbass shit. Or whatever. I'd be like, I did. I ain't never know when to cut it off. So... <laughs> I did better. That was my thing. Like, no, I ain't for no cursing and none of that stuff. Like, so I can know when to cut it off. I was doing real good to cut it off. And now I done fell back a little bit in some old habits. And I be in place to take my conversations. Ain't supposed to be cursing at all. And I be cursing. It'll be real ridiculous. I ain't cussing like no sale or nothing. But it's just like, dang. You shouldn't have said that right here. You're in the church. You're in the school. <laughs> You're in front of these. Like, yeah, come on. Get in the gamba, Chastity Dorsey. Get in the gamba. Get in the gamba. Uh, <laughs> so with that goal of mine of cleaning up this mouth, I got to start over. I got to start over. I have to start over. And that is what I'm doing. That is what my encouragement is for you tonight was to start over. That was the nice topic. And that was just basically how i wanted to bring it to you i hope i bring it to you right and did it because um <laughs> cat williams was definitely on his thought over trip trip he was like mm -mm. when he got up on this podcast with shannon he was so mm -mm. now let's start over let me go back 
see what was said when these people was on your podcast and let me get it right. Let me get it right. On top of this uh, Trump stuff, I was already talking about the case, um, but y'all know Trump name was mentioned, right? And the little stuff with Epstein. Yes. It was mentioned, but they saying that he ain't is all these people that's mentioned now and all of this stuff that's coming out because I think somebody else has like a civil uh, case against them to try to get money. So a lot of documentation, a lot of people are not being named. They are in there like as John Doe's and different stuff like that. But Clinton, Trump, there was a lot of people that was mentioned that had some type of um, vice president. Al Gore, I seen that was on there. A couple of people that had like, you know, some dealings with him. But they're saying that their names are being named, but it's not saying that they did anything. But they did have interactions with him and on his private jet. All that good stuff. All that stuff. They said he was on his private jet. They went and did little stuff. And yeah, all that stuff. David Copperfield, Michael Jackson. Y'all know what it was about. I didn't even know. I gagged. I didn't even know where I've been at. I didn't even know. See, I think I fell off when he committed suicide, which I don't believe. See, people be saying, y'all, watch your mouth. Look, I'm telling you, I've been bringing your news out reviews, right, and giving them my point of view, and it does have to be exposed. So I be exposing a whole bunch of stuff, and I be giving my opinion, solely my opinion. But let me let you know this. And if something to me, they lock me up or like that for running my mouth. I love life. I ain't killing myself. Please know they killed me the same way how I did. They think they did this man. They did this man because all a whole bunch of stuff was going to come out. So now they get to tell it how they want to tell it and everything else like that. And then the lady, just Lane Maxwell, who was his partner, like, wait, that's what I'm saying. Where was I at? Because I did not know this lady is serving 20 years. And she got it on a pill for that, for human trafficking. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. When I'm saying it's crazy, y'all, I'm trying to look over here to get some points and stuff that I wanted to get from the article because this is something additionally that I had started to uh, talk about, but it's not, was one of my main things. But I'm going to look at it. I'm going to read it. I'll probably bring it back to y'all. Uh, next Thursday to talk about it because yeah, I want to unravel some of this stuff. I want to unravel, yes, I do. Okay, the 40 year old woman, look, <laughs> got this. What's your name? I got messed with this again, y'all. Look, send me some charger, send me a charger down here, support the show, send me a daggone charger, support the show. Send me a charger. Send me some coin. <laughs> so I could get the what's your name? What are these bodies? Look, be a sponsor. Sponsor me. Anything you want to do. Or even be a guest. I tell y'all all the time if you want to be a guest, don't hesitate to reach out. Reach out. That's the cash app right there. Dallas Line be exposed. Radio. It ain't hard. That's what it is. Be exposed radio. That's what it is. Sponsor me, support the show. Don't be afraid. Look, 
If it's just one or two of y'all in, send a dollar. <laughs> it all helps. It all helps. Uh, but of course, if you want to be a guest, you can be a guest by emailing guests at beexposedradio.com. That is the email. As well as you need any information, just put info on top of that, in front of that at BeExposedRadio.com and get all the information that you need. Come on now. Where the podcast is, where the show, the radio show people, where the media people, media people for 2024. I know you want your own show. I know you. I know you do. Well, I know, I know you are just waiting for the opportunity to be a guest on Minds, aren't you? Yeah, come on, come on. Don't be shy. We have a good time up on You Better Live. And I hope you do come through and i hope that you always live in but aside from that always make sure that you follow share and comment don't you hesitate when y'all see this stuff and get tags on my personal wall you can share it to you you can share it on yours you can share it somewhere else you can you can show me love that's showing love even if you're not watching but i'll be like that is so crazy because i know they be saying it on my timeline and stuff like that. And then like for the last couple of weeks, uh, well, I always go back and look at my shows, not for the last couple of weeks, but then as soon as I go in there, I'll be saying like, what it be like 13 views. I'm like, this is up with this 13. <laughs> 13, it's like 13 views. But I know one day it's going to turn to 13K and then it's going to be 13M. You heard me in 130, add a couple of zeros on there and be billion and everything else like that. I'm going in my viral moment, but like I said, God is just pacing me. I'm moving steady, slowly, but surely, right? Because he already know. I'm like, he got to get me all the way right. He got to get me all the way right and all the way together. So I don't be doing some of this foolishness that I see some people do when I'm blessed with those funds and everything else. Yeah, you got to stay humble. You got to stay humble. I just want, okay, the the uh, the opportunity to, you always going to have worries, right? I just want to be able to get up and, you know, not have to worry about that. Like, you know, when I have trouble with a car and don't have to rub Peter and Paul and Andrew and Mike and, and, and Catherine and whoever else <laughs> just to uh address a flat tire you know what i'm saying or when i know i got a bill coming up but i want to go and get me a grilled chicken salad i ain't gotta look at my account or see what my bill is. you know go through all that and see where i can pull this 12 dollars or 15 dollars from i just want to be financially stable sound and don't have any worries in that regard Sounds impossible, but I know with my faith, all things are possible. I'm going to keep on speaking life, and eventually it will come to fruition because I believe that when I pray and I speak it and I move in a way as such that I want it, that it will come to me. So what was the Lord saying? If you build it, they will come. God, build yourself up so it comes to you. So remember that you got to build yourself up so it comes to you. And like the point I had already made earlier, if you don't put some things to an end, you never are going to be able to start over. I told you. Now it's counting back down again, but it was trying to hold on for me. I don't know. It was trying to hold on for me. 
And God is better than good. He's great because they've been holding on, but it's been <laughs> down to 1% again and again and again and again and again. So maybe it's hard to be talking. I appreciate my viewers tonight who came through to talk to me. All your comments that you made, I seen them barely, but I seen them. I make sure I set myself up a little bit better on this end so I can read them. I don't like looking away from the camera, but sometimes. That's just what it calls for. Money don't like being on the camera. Oh, he say talk. And I noticed too, when I used to be on his shows and I be talking, I talk more clear. I be making more sense. <laughs> more points, not just selling jokes. I'm laughing and smiling all the time. I don't know what it is. You gotta laugh to stop from crying. Uh, but shout out, shout out to, uh, I forgot the name of the movement, but shout out to Sister uh, Trina, Lady T, who reached out to me about being included in their event that's coming up next month on February 3rd. They're going to have it up at the NET um, Center right on Hoffman Road. I am going to be going. I seen the flyers today. They send it out. Um, and they got me on there. Public, Chess Road, the Empress, Lady Kick Mix up. So, okay, okay. Work for me in 2024, but that is what I am, right? That is what I am. I'm so many things. Um, but I will be there next month, February the 3rd. It is a free event. I also had to make mention because last week when I was giving a shout out about uh, some of the events that I got to participate in for as MCing the MXP32 event, I said Tamika Chapman had my good sister Tamika from the Style Lounge on my mind, but it was Tamika Parks. Um, who invited me out to um, that event. I MC had a great old time, but I just wanted to uh, uh, clear it up. What they call it? A uh, a retraction. I had to retract that because I was looking at my show and I was like, I was to make a chat, man. Oh, I was thinking, I must got to go to the style where would you buy me something? But no, it was <laughs> it was my girl, Mika Fox, um, the other Mika, my other sister, sister girl. So um, thank you, Ms. Parks, for that opportunity. And Lady T, thank you for that opportunity. It's a free event. I did post the fire on my personal page in the world. So if you're here in Baltimore and you got time on February 3rd from 1 to 4, make sure you are out there. I'm not going to be the only one in the building. It is a lot of light and love that is coming through there. But I'm coming through. Um, the event is called From Pain to Purpose. So we will be sharing our stories on. How we came from pain to the purpose. And I'll be doing that along with several others as well as doing some of my performing my spoken word. Yeah, baby, because I perform. If you ain't never seen me, <laughs> I perform. People know when I used to be doing my hip hop thing <laughs> and did most of the poetry. Because I told y'all that before too, right? That poetry, that's all it is. Is if I you switch them back and forth, make them so um song or just speak it out how many times y'all be listening to a song and then y'all speak and y'all do that all the time maybe a rap one i be so yes tell them or be a song and i talk this much don't pick up your feelings <laughs> and speak it out and speak it out look i'm laughing y'all y'all and i'm kind of just like going with emotions this is one one and i'm thinking that it would cut off at any any time but it's not so that's why I'm still enjoying y'all. Hopefully y'all are still enjoying me and I hope y'all continue to enjoy me. It's 2024.
for you guys. It's 2024. More, more, more. This year is about being intentional, going for what you want, learning to smile more, to live more, to laugh more. Okay, don't eat no more because that was my problem. Don't, <laughs> don't eat no more. Eat more of the right stuff. Um, but just doing more of the positive stuff consistently, aside from the affirmations daily that you had to repeat to yourself, aside from those words, we're going to talk about more actions. Let this year be about more and move in your fate. Move. Legacies are being created, which is one told to me by the wise Baba and Mutat. Legacies are being created work on your legacy and the great thing is that things start from the beginning and they come to an end but feel blessed that if things have come to an end and you still have the ability to start again don't be afraid to start over because just because you got to start over don't mean it's over and i think that's why a lot of us Get it twisted. See, when we got to start over and things got to come to an end and we got to get out of our comfortable zone, we think that it's over. It's the end of the world. I fell into that. Was I here crying like a baby? Was I here crying like a baby? I still do, y'all. I still do. But stop that crying, y'all, because them tears is putting them lines. You won't cry. I can't even tell you stop that crying. Go ahead, cry. Get it out. Get it out. It's like cleansing your soul, letting your feelings out and stuff. But don't stay there. Don't stay there. Start over. And it's okay to start over. It's okay to start over. What's my next week's topic? I don't know. I don't know. You already know. You got to watch the show. Watch the show. And I hope next week that you will be watching. I will announce my topic in a guest if it comes through the way it's supposed to come through. And I hope to see you here. I hope you come back here. That's what bells on. It ain't got to be the Christmas ones. Let it be the New Year's ones or the Valentine's Day one. I don't have me a Valentine's this year. You want to be my Valentine's? That Christmas one better be gone. It better be gone. Oh, yeah, look, he's talking about my shirt. You know, you're supposed to take it well one week after the. It's like, no, I just ain't had that time. That thing would have been gone. But ever since Christmas, the next day, I ain't turned. Some of my neighbors, they still got on their lights and all that. I'm so, baby, please. I got turn off notice now. I ain't turned. I was like, baby, please. I ain't turned these lights on more. I might snatch them out tonight. <laughs> I might snatch them off the line. But I like my little light and stuff like that from my tree. Y'all seen that? Y'all seen Feed My Soul Tree? That's what it was about. Hope. And y'all seen my angel? Y'all seen my little kiss? Yes. I loved it. My little heart and stuff like that. So I tried to do different things. Last year, I had the superhero tree. And it was just as awesome as this one. But that's my time, guys. You won't see the tree next week. Just me. Just me. <laughs> In my background depending on which way I put my camera. But God loves you. God bless you. More life. More love. Let's live. Matter of fact, you better live. Make sure you join me next week. I am the goddess Chas. Y'all know me. Chas Rowe, the Empress Lady Cake Mix. And it's always a pleasure. See y'all next week. You know what it is and you know what it gives. It's more than like the dime. So, yeah, you better live. Mm -hmm.